This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1396, brought to you by Purina. Today's tip is an excerpt from the monthly Certified Horsemanship Association episode on Horses in the Morning, and guest Joanne Young chats with show host Christy Landwehr about the half pass, how to make sure you're getting it right. And we'll get right to our tip after we hear from our sponsor, Purina. Do you have an older horse that's trying to age gracefully? Trust the future with your old friend to the number one equine vet recommended senior feed. Purina Equine Senior and Senior Active Horse Feeds are backed by unparalleled research to support the unique needs of horses as they age. Both patented feeds include active age prebiotic technology to support optimal immune function, mobility, and appropriate metabolic response in aging horses. Plus, now with Outlast Supplement built in, they also support your horse's gastric health and comfort. Purina Animal Nutrition. They're years ahead in senior research, so you can have more good years with your horse. Put their research to the test at horseinnovation.com. Joanne Young has been studying horses and how to kindly and effectively communicate with them her whole life. She finds great joy in guiding riders along the path to successful partnership with horses. She is located in Houghton, New York, where she has worked as a professor and riding instructor at Houghton College for many years. She's also a CHA certifier for us and a regional director. She also has been a part of us, oh, I think a really long time. I think she's a lifetime member. So we enjoy Joanne very much, and she's very highly educated in the field of dressage. So we're going to be talking with her today about half pass. Hi, Joanne. It's Glenn and Christy. Uh, good. I was hoping that's who it was. So if we look at the USCF dressage tests, um, we know that le- horses are first asked to leg yield when they're in first level, but we don't actually get around to half passing until third. So can you explain the difference between leg yield and half pass? I think there's a lot of confusion about those. Sure. Leg yielding is the first maneuver that you do other than a turn on the forehand where you're asking the horse to step forward and sideways under his body with one of his hind legs. And it is done with slight flexion in the pole to the direction that you're moving away from, but the neck, the shoulders, the ribs, and the hips are all in a straight line. You're going to use your rein on the side you're moving the horse towards to block the shoulder. So as you move your leg back about two inches on the side you're moving from, and as you apply that, which is as the rib cage swings against that calf, indicating that hind leg is out behind, ready to push off and go airborne, you're going to apply that leg. And at the same time, you're going to turn your hand like you're turning the key in the ignition of a car to press the side of the rein on the side you're moving towards against the middle of the neck and the withers because the shoulders can go sideways a lot faster and easier than the hips can. So you have to slow them down so the hind legs can keep up. Um, And that gets the horse to move forwards and sideways. Automatically, if they go sideways with the hind leg, the next ride they go sideways with the front leg on the side you're moving from. But there's no bend in the body or the neck, just the slight flexion in the pole. And that's the introductory level. The half pass involves the horse having the same amount of bend in his ribs and his neck as he would have 
if his body was conforming to the arc or circumference of a 10-meter circle. So you have that position. The shoulders will be a little bit leading the hips. So the hind leg will be stepping on the inside, going to step towards the center of the chest. And the horse is going to step forwards and sidewards into the bend. Now, if you did that on your own two feet, you stand up straight, you have your looking straight ahead and slightly turn your head to the direction that you're moving away from. So say you're going to move to the right, tip your head just a teensy bit, like three degrees to the left, and then you go walk forward, straight forward with your right leg and your left leg, you're going to swing it forward and across in front of your left leg or your right leg to the side that you're moving towards. That's easy to do. Then try the opposite. If you're going to move the same direction to the right, bend your rib cage so you drop your right rib down closer to your right hip bone. You're going to drop your right shoulder down slightly and then try to dance sideways to the right. It can be done, but it's harder. It takes a much greater degree of suppleness in your hips and legs. And now, Joanne, once again, that or just muddy the waters. No, I think that's great. And once again, I'm learning the key in the ignition concept is awesome because when you say use your hand like a key in the ignition, that's barely using it. And yet that little tiny bit on the rain, the horse knows what that is and the horse is going to respond yeah. to that. So once again, always learning from you. That's just how it rolls. And I just love that. And for those that are not as auditory, but are much more visual, Joanne is actually going to produce a video on this topic and be on that conference that we just chatted about before she came on the call today. So if you get off of this a little frustrated and say, oh, I'm just not an auditory learner. I'm much more visual. Don't worry. Just come on October 30th and she's going to give it all to you again, but with riders up on horses, so you can actually see it in action. So we're very excited about that. So. Let's go ahead and jump into how do I know my horse is ready to half pass? How do I have any idea what are the steps prior to in order to know that he or she is ready to do this more advanced maneuver? And that is one of the most important questions you could ever ask, Christy, because dressage is not teaching the horse circus tricks that when you give this command, the horse obeys by doing thus and such. Instead, it is gymnastically developing the horse's body. So as the horse moves up the levels, they are stronger and more supple with greater range of motion, both for longer strides and for shorter strides and for more ability to bend the rib cage and the neck. So the reason that half-pass does not appear until third level is because in second level, they learn two exercises that are the foundation for it. Each of those exercises is designed to help the horse learn how to sit in his hocks, articulate the hock, the stifle, the fetlock, and the pastern to a greater degree so the haunches lower, the hind legs step further under, and the front end gets lighter. Okay, and the first one that is easier for horses and riders to learn is shoulders in. And when you first start teaching shoulders in, you're going to ride a 10 meter circle by the rail. And as you approach the rail again, instead of straightening and going straight down the rail, you take two more steps on the circumference of the circle to get the alignment so that the inside hind leg and the outside front leg are traveling on the same line. 
Your inside leg stays by the back edge of the girth. Your outside leg is going to be about two inches further back than that. Your inside leg will pulse each time the horse is pushing off with the inside hind, and you're going to rotate your wrist to push the and capture the energy bubble as it comes through and rebound it off the outside range so it keeps the shoulder in so the inside hind and the outside four are traveling in the same alignment. That gets the horse to strengthen the inside hock and carry more weight on it. Okay. When a horse is first learning this, you can manage a few strides and then they're going to lose their balance and kind of stagger towards the middle of the ring off the rail. You just do another 10 meter circle rebalance and try a few more. Okay. So it's like teaching a child to do somersaults. You don't teach them to do a tumbling exercise where it's boom, 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 over, over, over. You get the kid to squat down, put his hands on the floor on the outside of his feet, tuck his head between his knees, and do one. And when you're in kindergarten, you're first learning this, you hope they don't fall over sideways. And gradually, as they get stronger and more coordinated, you can add to that. And it's the same with learning shoulders in. The next exercise that they learn, once they're good at that, is haunches in. So once again, you're going to ride the 10-meter circle, but this time as you approach the rail, you don't go all the way. You just get the head, neck, and shoulders around the curve so they're parallel to the rail, and the haunches are still on the curve of the circle. Your outside leg is going to pulse as it feels the ribs swing out against it in that position of two inches further back and say step forward and under, and your inside rein is going to bend up and in, so your inside hand is going to move in the direction of your outside hip bone, but without crossing the neck. That helps block the shoulder and keep it out on the rail so the horse can't fall in. Now, the biggest flaw that people run into in trying to learn haunches in is that we humans think in order to put more power in a leg aid, we need to move our upper body over that leg. So we've got the weight of our torso to help influence the power of that leg. But the horse's instinct by reflex is wherever our weight is, that's where they want to bend around, which would be the opposite bend from what you need for the haunches in. Yes. So what I tell people to do is you're going to use your inside hip bone and move it forward parallel to the rail to draw your outside leg into the horse so that keeps your weight centered over the horse's spine instead of leaning to the outside. I love that, that because you're right. We want to lean. People lean in horses way too much. And it's from bike riding and motorcycle riding and, you know, dirt bike riding and all these other things that we do. And yes, when you start to do that, these type of high maneuvers, they don't work at all. Exactly. And this exercise helps the horse learn how to sink down and carry more weight in the outside of the bend hock. So it's just like somebody going to the gym and doing fitness training on the weight machines. You have to make sure that you develop both sides of your body equally, and you have to make sure that you develop the stretching out extension muscles as much as you develop the contracting bend of the joint muscles. Otherwise, you become like one of those muscle-bound guys that can never fully straighten his arm anymore. Right. You know, it overdoes the biceps and doesn't do the triceps, and then he looks like he's ready to do a bear hug or a gorilla hug all the time. 
that's what you would do to your horse's body if you don't exercise all of the muscles equally to develop them. But just like when you're trying to build up one part of your body, you do exercises that zero in on that part of the body because if you just try and exercise all your muscles in every exercise all the time, you don't really get stronger as quickly as you can if you zero in on the specific muscles needed for one specific joint or maneuver or position. Does that make sense? Very true. Yes, it does. So what then is the biggest challenge to the rider in learning to ride or train the half pass? It helps if they're on a schoolmaster who says, you got it almost right. So I will give you as much as your body will allow me to. Because if you try to train a horse to do something you don't know how to do, your yes. body doesn't know the feel that it's looking for. And the horse doesn't know what you're trying to do. So you both fumble around in the dark and frustrate each other. Very true. That's how I yeah. spend most of my life with my horse. Oh. <laughs> <Bubbling> around <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> then third level takes those two maneuvers, which have built up the carrying power, the flexibility, the range of motion, the sitting, the ability to stretch the loins and sit the hocks underneath and lower the croup and puts them together. So the half pass is started in shoulders in position, but every other step you say haunches in. So the horse goes forwards and sidewards into the bend. And a good exercise that can help people understand how to do that because everybody, when they're first learning how to do this, they've learned how to do leg yield. So you send them down the center line and tell them to half pass back towards the rail that they just came from. They'll start out and they'll immediately want to pull back on the outside rein, turn the flexion to the side they're moving away from, take the bend out of the ribs and turn it into a leg yield. Yes. But that doesn't get you any points and it doesn't really develop the sit and carry power that the half pass does. So an easy way to do it is if you have your dressage arena, as someone comes to the corner, you tell them to ride across the long diagonal from the corner letter on the side they're starting from to the far corner letter on the side they're aiming for. And they, you start them out on a straight line and then tell them to just do haunches in on that diagonal line. And if they can do haunches in, it becomes a fairly easy thing. If you video it and show them to them, and you've videoed it from C where the judge would sit, they're doing a half pass. Yes. And I'll tell you with video anymore on everyone's camera, what a good way to teach our students and to help each other. Then we can really see it, especially if you don't have wonderful mirrors in an indoor arena, like um, Joanne has at Houghton college. <laughs> it's very nice to be able to see yourself ride in that way. I just love that. It it really helps students self-coach themselves. And it's like they're it really, floating. Really and eventually we do have pass at all three gates, right, Joanne? Yes. 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 Um, when you're schooling, you do it at the walk. Um, but when you're in third level, you do it at the trot. And by the third test, you're doing it at the canter as well. So good. So, Joanne, again, thank you so much for being on. And people can find you at CHA.horse um, and also on the Houghton College website under the Equestrian tab. And that about wraps it up for today. Thank you again to today's sponsors, Purina. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. So until then, 
Go ride your horse.